Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light. The private writings of the Saint of Calcutta, chapter 10, continued. Section 4, part of the redemption. With Father Nooner's assistance, Mother Teresa had reached the point where she could rejoice in her suffering and repeat the words of St. Paul. Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh I complete what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body that is the church. A clear expression of her new understanding of her hidden trial as a sharing in the redemptive mission of Jesus and a part of her mission for the poor emerges in the advice she gave to her sisters in the general letter she wrote in July 1961. Try to increase your knowledge of this mystery of redemption. This knowledge will lead you to love, and love will make you share through your sacrifices in the passion of Christ. My dear children, without our suffering, our work would be just social work. Very good and helpful. But it would not be the work of Jesus Christ, not part of the redemption. Jesus wanted to help us by sharing our life, our loneliness, our agony and death. All that he has taken upon himself. All that he has taken upon himself and has carried it in the darkest night. Only by being one with us. He has redeemed us. We are allowed to do the same. All the desolation of the poor people, not only their material poverty, but their spiritual destitution, must be redeemed, and we must have our share in it. Pray thus when you find it hard. I wish to live in this world which is so far from God, which has turned so much from the light of Jesus to help them, to take upon me something of their suffering. Yes, my dear children, let us share the sufferings of our poor, for only by being one with them we can redeem them, that is, bringing God into their lives and bringing them to God. Although she had some notion of it much earlier, it had taken her over a decade to grasp the meaning of her trial. The degree of abandonment and trust this new understanding helped her achieve is reflected also in her correspondence with Father Picacci. As for me, thank God we have been told to follow Christ, as I have not to go ahead of him. Even in darkness, the path is sure. When some days are above the average, I just stand like a little child, a small child, and wait patiently for the storm to subside. Pray for me. Even in darkness, the path was sure. There was no need to find the way, but rather to follow the way that Jesus had already walked. 
This conviction she transmitted to her sisters. Once I saw a sister with a long face going out for a postulate. So I called her to my room and I asked her, What did Jesus say? To carry the cross in front of him or follow him? With a big smile, she looked at me and said to follow him. So I asked her, Why are you trying to go ahead of him? She left my room smiling. She'd understood the meaning of following Jesus. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide, amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. How does Mother Teresa explain to her sisters how they can help save the poor. Does she tell them to complain? No. Does she tell them to despair and look down on all these poor people who do so many things that are frustrating? No. Does she tell them to despair and be sad at the state of the world? No. She tells them to take something upon themselves. She tells them, let us share the sufferings of our poor. Why? Because she wants to be one with them. Why does she want to be one with them? Because she wants to bring Jesus into their lives and to bring them to Jesus, to God the Son. And what would make her think this was possible? Well, because St. Paul said so. He makes up in his own body what's lacking in the sufferings of Christ. How did Christ save us? By becoming one with us. By sharing in our situation. He shared our life, our loneliness, our agony, and our death. He lined up with the sinners on the banks of the Jordan River and there took his turn and was baptized by John. He identified himself with humanity. He identified himself with us and went down into the waters as though he were a sinner. He's not personally a sinner, but because he had taken to himself, he had assumed in a mysterious way every single human person. He would do things for us. He took upon himself and carried in the darkest night our life, our loneliness, our agony, our death. And Mother Teresa understood with St. Paul 
that we too can take a little part of this redemption, that Christ has left a little part for each of us in him and through him to help redeem the world. And so instead of looking around the world and thinking, oh, this is so bad, or looking down on all these people, or thinking we're better than other people, let us begin to pray. Let us begin to ask the Holy Spirit to help us be more like Mother. Pray when you find it hard, she says. Is the world far from God? Are there people around us who seem far from God? Let's not get upset. Let's not get angry. Let's not despair. Let's not look down on them. Let's do something. Has the world turned to the light of Jesus? Yes. Should we give up? No. What do we have to do? Well, be like Jesus. We have to identify ourselves with these people who seem far from God. We have to help them. We have to take upon them something of their suffering. What happened to Mother Teresa in her own darkness was not something voluntarily that happened to her in the sense that she decided to undergo this. No, it happened to her in an unexpected way. In a most profound way, she was sharing in this feeling of abandonment and isolation and wantonness of so many people so that she could help them. Now, what happened through these priests and through the grace of the Holy Spirit, she voluntarily accepted what God was allowing to happen to her. But fundamentally, she wanted to help them. So let us quietly sit with the Holy Spirit and allow him to inspire us to call to our mind what we can do to help other people in some small way. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.